Welcome to the Women Who Love and Lead podcast. I am your host, Chanel Allen. Women Who Love and Lead was created to provide a space for women like you to shine and be celebrated. Whether you're the CEO of your home or of your business, we want you to feel good and not guilty about living and loving your life unapologetically and leading courageously. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Women Love and Lead for inspirational content, products, and upcoming events. Hello, ladies. And so I just want to quickly introduce myself, Chanel Allen, the founder of the Women Who Love and Lead podcast. I want to take this time because this is something that's been on my mind um, these last couple of weeks to just talk about, are you a leader who does or who delegates? So are you a serial doer or are you a delegator? Because there's two differences. And I know for me, just being very habitual about how I've lived my life over the course of the past 10, 20 plus years around being someone who felt like I was a jack of all trades. And so I've tried everything. I've done everything. I was a real estate agent. Um, I baked cakes. One cake boss was super popular. I did some really amazing cakes. I wasn't great at it, but I was good at it. And I also would be that person where if the toilet broke down guess who was on youtube university to try to fix it yep that was me that's your girl when i was younger my dad we would work with my dad and he was a carpenter and so he taught us a lot of those things so i was miss fix it around the house like i said i've done a little bit of everything but one of the things that i realized is that i've started to develop this these really bad habits and i think this is me now in hindsight looking back on just the fact that I was, I was a doer. And even to recently, just a doer, someone who just wanted to get it done. And so I made sure that I did what I had to do to get it done. And what I realized with that attitude and that mindset is that caused me to be burnt out because I was very hesitant to ask for help from other people for multiple reasons. Because for one, I believe that I can just get it done to maybe not necessarily trusting somebody else to do it how I wanted it to be done. And then three, just again, just wanting to hurry up and get it done. So that was a lot of it for me, just wanting to get it done too. But what I realized, especially as I stepped into officially claiming myself in the role as a leader, even though I've carried various leadership roles for a long time now, but actually owning that over the course of the past few years has really, you know, caused me just to look at things from that perspective a lot more differently. And so just recently, I was, um, I'm very grateful to have been able to step into a new role as COO of a local organization here in Pittsburgh. Um, and basically, my responsibility is director of programs and operations. And what that really means is I just really help the organization deliver on our programming and services to our clients with the highest quality and most efficiency. And so that this role is exciting for me, but it's also challenging for me because, again, I'm a doer. So I'm used to just doing. And so there are a lot of things because even though the organization has been around for 10 years, we're in a phase of kind of developing and establishing our foundation to make sure that we're solid so that we're able to actually you know grow in a direction that we want to grow so there's a lot of work that needs to be done and it's hard because when 
you know there's a lot of work that needs to be done whether it's you know personally or professionally you if you're someone who creates those to-do lists you know your to-do list could be so long to the point to where you're like I don't even want to create a to-do list anymore I just need to do it but from a leader's perspective that can cause a little bit of uneasiness because for one now we're just doing and we're not necessarily prioritizing the work and so some of the things that we're doing we need to understand are they even necessary to get the job done for one but then also some of the things that we're doing we could be delegating and so I just want to talk a little bit about that and what that means from a leadership perspective and this is me coming to y'all someone who struggled with delegation and to the point to where I had to be intentional a couple years ago about making that a regular habit for me about being okay with asking for help whether it's it was personally or professionally about being okay with saying yeah this might cost me some money but guess what my time is valuable too and so that was something that I wanted to make sure and I'm still growing in that area because there's still a lot of times where I'm like nope I'll do it I can do it I can do it. yep this is to-do list this is my checklist yep I'll get it done I'll get it done but where's the empowerment in that so this is a question I have for you as a leader, as someone who may be a new leader. You may not necessarily be new to leadership, but you may be new in leadership in the sense that you went from being someone who was a solopreneur, because a lot of women are, and we know we can get into a lot of reasons why the lack of funding and things like that, that women in business receive, but also because as a woman, and and if you're a mom too, yes, we are used to carrying the load and we're used to to doing the work and we're used to multitasking and juggling and that can show up in our day-to-day work also but what happens we get burned out and we get mentally and physically exhausted bodies physically and literally start to break down again I can attest to that I was a couple years ago during the pandemic I had to receive physical therapy out of nowhere because I had gotten to a place to where I was working myself too hard physically and even trying to work out at that time. And um, I threw my back out and that was the worst experience in the world. But we're not going to talk about that today. But anyway, but that's just an example of and a testament of just trying to do too much. And there were, you know, other things that came with that, just trying to do too many things around the house. And again, not asking for help where I should have asked for help or where I should have outsourced to someone else who could have gotten it done. Maybe I may have had to pay for it, but I could have got they could have gotten it done um, a lot more quickly and a lot more efficiently than what I have gotten it done. So anyway, so when we talk about that delegation, being that leader who's a delegator versus a doer. So if you're a delegator, you're not just handing the workload off. You're actually empowering your team or whoever you're delegating to to be successful and being able to to do that work, too. And so what that means is you're setting them up with the training that they need. You're setting them up with the support that they need to be able to effectively and efficiently do their work. They are very clear about what the expectations are so that when it's time for you to hold them accountable and they hold themselves accountable, there's no confusion in that because, again, they're clear about what was expected of them, but they also were set up for success to be able to effectively do the role. But so you can choose that route, you know, to be that delegator, but I don't want you to be that delegator that just hands the work off. I want you to truly be that delegator that who is equipped to empower somebody to be their best because there's a lot more power in that for you as a um, as a leader as an organization who may be grown but also for that individual they feel that trust from their from their leader quote unquote they feel 
that empowerment from their leader, they feel they 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 begin to establish that buy-in for the organization and for the work that they're doing but they also take ownership of it that ownership starts to look a little bit more differently now now that you've you know been able to trust them to do what you need them to do but i also i want to say when it comes to that too being okay with the fact that it's not going to look how exactly how you wanted it to look and you need to be okay with that i'm gonna say that again Their work may not necessarily look exactly how you want it to look, but the result is still going to be good and still going to be quality because you prepared them for it. And so an example is a mom who is busy in her household, who has all of these tasks to do, who um, needs to clean, wash dishes. You can either one, choose to do all of these things by yourself, or you can empower your kids to help you to do that. And just knowing that initially... That first time that they do those dishes, they might not necessarily be clean, but guess what? They'll get it done. And then you can teach them the next time. Nope, don't do it this way. This is how I need you to do it. But just continuing to empower them. So it does take time and it takes patience. Keyword, patience, patience, patience. And patience, what I've learned a while back, patience is not how long you wait, but how you act when you're waiting. Ooh, I'm going to say that again. Patience is not how long you wait, but how you act when you're waiting. And I'll be the first to tell you, girl, I am still working on my patience. But again, it's about just as a leader and from a leader's perspective, just really being intentional about who you are as a leader. Not about what you do necessarily, but about how about who you are, because who you are will show up in what you do. This is why it was really important for me to share this message, because I know recently I've gotten back into that mindset of doing and I I don't want to it's draining it's tiring it's overwhelming it's stressful I will I want to be a leader who is able to just be and that leader I am shows up then every day in what I do and how I do it and how I empower other people to do it also I hope that you're able to in these few minutes just take away some really practical insight around separating being that leader who delegates versus that leader who does. We want you to transition into that leader who is able to delegate, not just to hand the job off, but to truly empower your team. And so include them in on that conversation to whoever you're delegating to. Make sure that you're setting those clear expectations up front, but also make sure that you're listening carefully to and being open to understanding it from their perspective and what they need in order to be successful before you hand the work off. And then hand the work off and show that support, you know, provide that coaching, provide that encouragement and provide that um, those opportunities for development as well. So I hope you all were able to take away some, you know, take something away from this very short, but um, hopefully inspiring and empowering episode. Talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Women Who Love and Lead podcast. I hope it inspired you, informed you, and empowered you to do what you do best to make the greatest impact. Check out the show description to download the Intentionally Becoming Journal. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Women Love and Lead for inspirational content, products, and upcoming events. 